When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of Three Birds and a Pun. I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Athea. I am joined by my friends Whip and John. Say hey guys. Hey. Hey. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Three Birds and a Punt. If you like what you're hearing, please hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at Three Birds and a Punt. This is called uh, Episode 10, Division on the Line. And we're really just going to get right back, right down into it. I really want to talk about, before we even get into anything, I want to talk about the leaks that have been recently running through the the Novacare and, and South Philly, okay? There were three different leaks that came out this weekend and I really kind of want to break it down because it was very methodical and pathological the way those leaks came out okay there was that first leak if you guys remember by Podamo he wrote an article in the Inquirer where it said that Jeffrey Lurie wasn't even considering okay firing Howie Roseman right because Howie made Jeff feel comfortable. And Jeff didn't like being in situations and encounters where he <laughs> didn't feel comfortable with the people around him, a la Chip Kelly, okay? Mm-hmm. So so that was the first report that I think dropped Friday, right? And, and of course, everybody in Twitter and Eagles went off because, as you know, and on this podcast, we talk a lot, fire Howie Roseman. Nobody was satisfied with this idea that he doesn't see Howie as a problem. Okay, so then the next leak comes. What's the next leak? John Dorsey, right? And this is a report from the National, uh, 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 the NFL Network, who you know is entirely connected to the team, and you know that's coming from you know who. John Dorsey is now a consultant for the Eagles, and he's been consulting for the summer and or before the draft. We don't know. The timeline's weird, right? Mm -hmm. But that, oh, he comes with a lot of bona fides. Oh, John Dorsey built up that program in, in, in Kansas City. John Dorsey, uh, uh, drafted so many good players for the Browns. So that helps burnish this idea that maybe Howie doesn't have to go. And then on Sunday, okay, and this was the icing on the cake, the little cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Here comes a leak. Here, Adam Schefter reports, Carson Wentz says that if he's not the starter, he wants to be traded. Boom! Mic drop. Ignited. Ignite. Oh, Carson's selfish. Oh, he's soft. Oh, how dare he... Uh, uh, make this about him and be selfish while we're still in the middle of, of a playoff hunt. Oh, y'all saw it. Y'all saw it. Yeah. The, the, the reporters were mad. The fans were mad. And and Howie Roseman just gets to sort of sit back and watch it all happen as he as he uh, uh, pu- puppet master this entire week. <laughs> 
So I just wanted to run down that timeline for y'all so y'all can understand the machinations behind what went on. Okay, because it isn't just one report, it's all three of them together combined that lets you understand that they see, as well as all of us, that we're unsatisfied with the way drafting has gone, with the way free agency has gone, the way the front office is moving. We don't like what we see from the front office. So what does the front office do? They throw out little pebbles to see what will reverberate in the community. And the one thing that seems to reverberate in the Eagles Twitter community and the Eagles uh, fandom in Philly right now is we hate Carson Wentz. Like it or not, that's the vibe. Yeah, it is. If a guy is feeling the heat on his back, on the on his neck, he knows his job is a little bit vulnerable. What is he going to do? He's going to throw meat in the water because he knows that Philly's dissatisfied with him and don't like him. If you had to pick who you want out of here, how you're or when, they'd probably be like both of them. Yeah. So that's just that's that's my theory, and uh, it, it I feel like the the facts speak for themselves. How do you guys feel? I'm I was taken back by everything, like, <laughs> like for that to come out. Like <laughs> I expected in the off season, like mm-hmm. or in this season. That's crazy, and then. It's so funny that stuff like that happens when everything is seeming to be going well. Mm-hmm. It just happens to come out. Oh yeah, but uh, that Carson thing, his agent was the one that put that out. You think so? It, to me, it, in the report, it said sources close to the team, not sources close to the player, not sources around. You know, this, that, and the third. It makes sense. You know, if you're a type one competitive guy, of course, you're going to say, you know, start me or trade me. But is that a conversation that Carson was filtering out there to be dropped on a game day? No. And I think there's been intimidations that like, that's not him. Like, that's not what he's doing. He's not trying to do that. Trying to be professional. But um, I don't see how if this was an agent job, this helps them. Because look at what the narrative is now about him. Well, let, let me let me first and foremost, good evening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think Carson Wentz put it out there. Okay. Reason why I say that, I don't even think it was his agent. I think Carson said that. All right. Um, earlier today, um, I had sent out a link to you guys on Twitter. Um, it was the midday show, uh, ninety four WIP. They was talking about a gentleman who wrote an article on Carson Wentz that caused a lot of controversy in 2019. Oh, that, oh, that yeah, the dude from the Philly Voice. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh-huh. that, that thing, that thing has uh, caused quite, yeah. quite... So, so now that the emergence of Jalen uh, Hurts has arisen, um, everybody is now, you know, resurfacing this article and the topic today was that article and everybody who once you know was uh, fellow Carson Wentz worshippers are now like damn maybe you know the Alshon Jeffries the Nelson Aguilar's of the world was really telling the truth 
okay because they kept saying this one part of the article was saying how you know Carson is looked upon everybody as this kid that never fell you know went to North Dakota never went to a big school and everybody always kissed his ass he never had you know that competition in his lifetime so now all of a sudden that this kid that played for national school Alabama comes in and starts shining the way that he did you get what I'm saying so now everybody is on their on their high boy and was like oh snap what's going on is this really being told is this if is, is is all the rumors true okay now back to what you said Steph about everything that was coming out I agree it, I, I think it was like it was well planned now Howie Roseman do play a part in this alright that little weasel will not escape us <laughs> okay because he has a lot to do with it but I'm being honest with you I think I think I'm sorry guys I think Carson really meant that. He he's the one that put that out. Okay, because he's he's not going to play behind the quarterback. And he was the second overall pick five years ago. He's 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 not gonna do it. So I mean, think about it. Really think about it. And and yeah, you know, I mean it leads it leads back to it. I mean, people saying it was his agent. It can't be his agent because it says someone uh, well close to the uh, to the organization. I mean, to me, listen to me. What from from the things that I've gotten, the context that I've gotten, it doesn't seem like this. It it doesn't help him because look at the way that it exploded in his face. And, and if I'm if I'm looking back and I'm thinking about how Howie Roseman likes to roll, this is how Howie Roseman likes to roll when he's salt on the earth behind a player to make it difficult for that player to um, you know get make his way back when he's trying to save his job and save his ass this is the type of stuff that he likes to do um, and 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 that is more his bona fides than it's ever been Carson's I've never known Carson to be the type of person to put out anything yeah. even when Nick even when there was discussions about who would you rather have, Nick or him, this and other, you, I've never had, never heard in anything. And and to speak of what you say that 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 Philly Voice article, um, I think that that has been such a anchor around Carson that that it has really created this impression. It may or not be true. It may or may not be true that he is quote unquote uncoachable, right? And so that mantle has now been placed on him. Because you're seeing a clear regression in his skills. Yes, we can talk about the environment around him, but you're seeing a clear regression in his skills. And you're saying he's not he's not doing what he needs to do. And if he had been doing what he needs to do, he would have never lost his job. We can all definitely agree on that. You know, I just I just think that what you have is a situation where someone's getting back into a corner, and that person who's getting back into a corner is going to be made to to put a decision that will ultimately be very short-sighted and i think that if you step back from it the only person who who benefits from anybody getting pushed into a corner is how and, and you know the more and, attention is put on anybody else the better he comes I, off because now we're talking about how we're okay and we're comfortable with how we stand down at john Dorsey. no and, and, that, and that's what i was about to um talk about I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing you are so right. Every time 
something happens in this organization that got Howie Roseman's blueprint on it, and it's a fuck up blueprint, he tends to try to band-aid it by bringing somebody mm-hmm. in here. Now, first right. it was um, Joe um, Douglas. Joe Douglas. Okay, right. now you bring Dorsey in here. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, guys, this is what Jeffrey Lurie's doing, man. Right. All right, because if you allow this little pit, pit squeak weasel dude to continue to keep doing the shit that he's doing and messing up your organization and turning your fan base against you and you don't even do shit, there's a there's a real serious problem here. No, there's gonna be a reckoning, and that's and and that is my huge emphasis with this whole entire process is like we can talk about we can talk about the benefit of of Carson versus Jalen. We can we can go into all that, but to me, that is completely short sighted to the big picture, which is Howie Roseman cannot draft and Howie Roseman cannot collaborate not, successfully. Not at all. Not at all. Those are those are two main things that you need for a winning organization to sustain success. And he cannot achieve it because he's been here for over 20 years. And in that time, you have nothing but turnover and backstabbing and leaks and dysfunction. So no matter what, no matter who's taking the field at the quarterback position, until Howie Roseman is removed from personnel and final decision making because he because he he's in every part of this freaking organization when it comes to player personnel he picks the coaches he picks the medical staff he picks the player personnel department he picks the pr guys he picks every part of this organization and he makes sure jesse Lori feels so 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 good every time he's with him i keep coming back to that podamo article that says that jeff feels comfortable well and I really do think that that will win out over any other uh, data well, just that, will come up that will show that he's not going to He just sell the team then. Because guess what? If you're going to sit here and pull some shit that the Phillies pulled recently by not listening right. to your goddamn fans and shit, sell the fucking team. It's yeah. like, yo, right. listen, man. All right. I've been an Eagles fan for a long ass time. Way before Lori even knew what the fucking Eagles was. Okay. Back. All right, so you're not gonna come here, man, and try to change the fuck up because you want to feel comfortable because that man probably stroking your love below. Fuck all that. I do have to say he's better than Norman Brayman, though. Man, yeah, he is. But guess what? You 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 know what? You're right. I give you that. But guess what though? At the same time, he's turning into Norman Brayman. Right, right, because he's becoming complacent. Correct, correct. And it's like we sitting here as fans, and it's like, listen, man, we are in the day and age of fucking social media. You can't tell right. me that them fuckers don't see this shit, yo. Absolutely. Okay? That's why all those leaks correct. this weekend. You yeah, see they me? see they see it. They see it. Okay? Because the, the people that's running the Eagles social media on Twitter, Instagram, I can almost guarantee you they gotta go give feedback to what's going on in the community. Oh, okay. oh, they are, they are monitoring it at yeah, all times. And they saw, they saw that the lens was turning to Howie because inevitably it always Correct. does. And so they're laying the <laughs> groundwork to make sure that we know that Howie Roseman's not going anywhere. And, 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 and that will eventually be the downfall of whatever iteration of the team is coming next. Whether it's Jalen at the helm, whether it's Carson at the helm, this team cannot sustain success as long as well. And, and, and you know what? Though, let me let me say this real quick. 
you know how I was, Steph. I was on the, I was to the point to where like how we got to go regardless. I was like, okay, this is his last year. Remember, I kept saying he out of here regardless. But now, right. man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I may have to take that back because um, former Eagles GM and president Joe Banner basically put it out there. He said, "Let me tell y'all something right now. There is a ten percent chance." Ten percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 10%, less, less than 10%. than 10%. Less than 10%. My bad, less than 10% that Howie Roseman yep. is leaving. And when that man Correct. say that shit, man, not he only did he right. say it, but he met it. Oh, yeah. Because, because again, Jeff Lori yeah. wants to feel comfortable. Yeah. It's the same thing with hiring your best friend to run your yeah. business, okay? Mm-hmm. He he doesn't like to, to put himself in situations where he has to. But the thing is, in today's NFL, in today's environment, you have to be uncomfortable to be successful. You have to be willing to stretch yourself, to, to, to maximize all the areas that you can. If you stay in the same thought process that you've been in for 20 years, how do you really realistically think that you're getting fresh new ideas? The best, the best year Howie Roseman ever had came from him taking a sabbatical where he could not have anything to do with personal. Like, do like, and and now and now it's cratered back to what he originally. Correct, was. dude. Like, like, Lori even realized, man, that there are uh, thirty-one other teams that's looking at you know possibly you know replacing their GM. So I mean, some of them was already fired. He has yeah. to sit back and be like, right. man. I can't be this naive, man. There's no way. Because here's another thing you got to keep in mind, guys. It's like you continue to keep, I mean, you continuously keep bringing the same baggage every fucking year. You keep band-aiding up shit. Right. That can't keep happening. Right. Now, you just right. you just gave this man all this fucking money, okay? You, you know, he was a headache to his own self. Maybe he's unteachable, whatever it is. Now, he about to stick you in the ass for the simple fact because now you got to trade this fucker. Yeah. Right. And 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 if you read the articles about it and you and I know that it's been flying around and we'll have a discussion about it. We'll go through the numbers when we get to the offseason because we really don't know. If you look at it, if you realistically look at it, it is the largest cap hit in history, $34 million, okay? Antonio Brown was the largest cap charge at 21 million so this is over this is 10 million over what antonio brown was okay no matter what that charge is done it will not be changed by restructure it will not be changed by anything carson could do to facilitate a trade that 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 charge is already baked into the, to the cap. Mind you, we're 250 million over the cap. The cap is scheduled to be a, 176 million or something like that. Realistically, you're charging 34 million. That's so much a percentage of your cap to somebody who won't be playing that it will hamstrung anything you try to do for Jalen Hurts if you decide that he's the guy off of four games. Okay, whatever. That is such a mismanagement and a malpractice that you will be spending a long time cleaning up that you would fire a guy yeah, for doing yeah. that. Even that on its own is fireable. You're costing me $34 million and, and, on a guy that you could have had two Nobody thought he would regret like that. Bingo. And, that. and you just hit it right on the nickel. And that's my whole point. So you finna tell me that that man then cost you all of this fucking type of money. I'm talking about millions and millions of dollars, and you still gonna keep his weasel ass around. But you know what, though? I always, you know what I think about? You know what I think about? 
Remember that Nandi? Oh, Nandi that was deal? the worst. Damn. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? And and how we still stuck after yeah. that. So so I really do genuinely do think that sometimes when billionaires have money to burn, what is thirty four billion dollars? Yeah, thirty dollars. To 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 a guy that can sell you to to a snake oil salesman who can talk you into anything. What is thirty four million dollars? We'll see. Honestly, it all comes down to Jeff Lord. We'll see. But I, I think about Nandi Asamoa and I think about um, Mike. I think about all these guys and these huge numbers and the money and the payouts and eventually when things went bad and, and things are going bad and it was time for them to be shown the door you know how he always came out smelling like roses and the well, player always came off exactly how Carson is now trying to be portrayed in the media I, I'm just Donovan. I tell you what I tell you what I say I'm going to just throw this out there I say what 70% of the players that played here don't like that motherfucker for a reason. Okay, mm-hmm. so think about that. Absolutely. All right, yo. Now let's get into what you guys liked or didn't like about the game. I kind of want to get into a quick recap of what you felt was good or bad overall. Um, again, if you guys like what you're hearing, hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at Three Birds and a Punt. Um, so, so how did you feel about? Well, uh, welcome to the NFL, Quest Watkins. Yeah. Yeah, where you been? That's my dog. That dude there, man. He got burners, man. <laughs> is it me or is he a little bit yeah, faster? He's, fast. than he's the fastest me. receiver we drafted. Yeah, he is. He's fast. Yeah. And and once again, it goes right back to Dougie P, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um man, listen, you know, I, I, I said to myself before, you know, I got on this show today that I'm tired of talking about Doug Peterson to the point to where he probably tired of even talking to motherfuckers like us. Yeah, you see him you know, when he comes right. to the press conferences. It's, he'll it's, call it's man. Like, man, I don't even I don't even pay attention like, to them jokes anymore because at this particular point, Doug is on his yes, BS yes. train. Okay. He's not he's not really there to necessarily do anything productive other than you know, get as many opaque answers as he Dude possibly is stubborn. can. He's stubborn. Uh, exactly. He's so stubborn. He's so stubborn to the point to where, like, he won't listen to reason. Like, look. Right. Like, like, what are we doing? What are we? What are we continuing to doing with Travis? Yeah, Lord? that's a daggone shame. That's sad, man. Because you want to know what's gonna be even. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all guys that nobody didn't even realize this yet. At the end of this year, that man is a free agent. Free agent, yep. Okay, so you better believe Green Bay and Detroit, all them dudes will let him go. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, we give him three years, yeah, we five million dollars. And you want to know what's gonna happen? You want to know what's gonna happen? Howie and them ain't gonna sign him back because that's what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you can you can see that our wide receiver core is, is super weak. But I liked what I saw from them insofar as like when when they needed to get open outside the numbers they were open we had a lot of good touchdowns on third down fourth down those are money downs which were were really good um i thought that the defense played i mean pretty good you would think you would think and i saw a stat that was like you would think a defense that was able to have three turnovers. You usually win a game when a defense is able to have three mm-hmm. turnovers. But but we weren't able to win. You know, our, our secondary is just completely outmatched. 
And even though, you know, Michael Jaquette did his thing, um, I thought Alex Singleton had a great yeah, game. My guy. You know, those, yeah, those we have we have little pockets, but they're still not enough to make up for the overall weakness. Hey, of, you, you of already know where I'm going position. with this, right? You know, shout outs to Michael Jaquette for holding it down against possibly the best wide receiver in the game in Nuke. Okay? Did his thing. Right. Um, like, <laughs> right. Listen. But but Nuke did get 169 guess, yards. That like that's, guess that's what, a good though. day at the office. One of them was off as a pass interference. I, I, tell what, I tell you what, y'all gonna think I'm crazy, yeah. but I'm gonna put it out there, and I don't give a fuck how he feel about it. If 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 um, what's the dude name, man? Slay was out there. He probably got 175 yards on his ass. <laughs> Listen, I would have I would have really honestly liked to have seen what Michael Chiquette and Slay would you look do. like together. Uh-huh. I would have really would have liked to see that. Like we'll see that hopefully against the Cowboys game, which we'll need because we'll have you know CD Lamb and Amari Cooper out there. But but I really think that we may have some. Yeah. And he's tall. That's like honestly, that's but guess half what? the that's, battle right that's there. Not that a, that's, six, that's not six, a solid adding though. You talking about? <laughs> Jim Schwartz and Doug Peterson. Just because he was out there that one time, he right. might be missing the next two games. That's just how yeah. they are. Right, right. He's yeah. probably in the doghouse. Oh, You're right. No, but but I think you know what I do. I do think that we we really did see some some good play out of out of a couple of different position groups. But still, six sacks is not a good stat. Matt Pryor is terrible again i don't know why they continue to put that man out there while he just is a turnstile he's he's like jason peters out there basically and every time he's out there that we're not in a position to to be succeeding yeah, well I agree. That dude is, he's terrible man and and look i say it man i, I i'd rather see fucking jp out there than that bastard Nah, 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 nah. They both suck. I'd, I'd rather see. There's so. I'd rather see the rookie. There's so many people that there could probably we could probably put out there than than him. You know, Jordan Malata had a great Prince game. Tega. You know, um, we have so many competitions going into training camp as far as needing answers about who's going to be the next nucleus of the team and that's definitely that left tackle spot is definitely going to be one of those uh, positions to watch because it's really going to be interesting to see what happened he, he had another great game he settled in well you, you, yeah, you it's yeah. night and day on the end when you look at Malata and how well he's kind of settled into the position and you look at Matt Pryor and how he has continued to, to really struggle um, and yet he's the ver- Matt Pryor's the versatile player when Malata when, when, uh, can only play I think, left I and think right now. overall man um, Jalen Hurts he, the dude came, he's coming into his own it's, mm-hmm. it's showing mm-hmm. and for a lot of listen I, I'm on Twitter every single second man all right, and I see a lot of people, you know, saying that it's only that you know he only played this amount of games. Listen, the rookie told you, look, man, I don't want to hear that. You know, I'm a rookie. Shit, we should have won it. He said that. To myself, I like that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. No, yeah. he's definitely got a competitive spirit, and I like I like what he said. Um, I hate losing Correct. more than I love winning. I love it. I like that. And I like that. Just to hear that, man, it made me feel like, damn. We really got a dog here, man. We got a yeah. dog as a quarterback. Right. He was like that in high school. Right. And yeah, so just... Man, and Pop Warner. But, this, but yeah. this is the thing, guys. And, and and I hate to, you know, ruin our conversation about the game. 
But imagine if we had a real GM to put real weapons around this cat. Yeah. Yeah, and this is what I want to talk to you about. This is what I want to talk to you about. Okay, I'm looking at these stats right here, and I want to kind of drop something down for y'all. Okay, listen, we love what we saw out of Jalen, and I thought it was very good. I think he has at two games right now. He's got like 500 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. We, it, it looks very good. The numbers, stats for him look very promising. However, offensively, when you look at us as a team, we are still only uh, averaging 200 and three uh 236 yards per game which is 20th in the league we're at a 55.4 completion rate which is 32nd in the league um we are at we're in the bottom in all the stats that we shouldn't be and we're still allowing at least averaging three sacks per game which is top fifth in the league so Jalen is doing what we wanted Carson to do he is he is masking a um Correct broken offense but it's still a broken offense and when the when people catch on to how we are um protecting him how we're playing to his strengths it will be interesting to see what happens because what i've noticed and what i noticed in the game is we scored um a lot of points in the the second quarter and then scored six points in the second half that's it that we had we were not able to maintain the 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 excitement in the first half we weren't meant to be able to change in the second half and it's kind of weird with Carson we start slow in the first half and we come alive in the second half with Jalen we start hot in the, the first half disappear. and we slow down in the second half it seems as it's it's not we still cannot play a complete well, game on the offensive side of the ball yeah, and that comes down to coaching that comes down to scheme and that comes down to um yeah, that's, the that's all Doug, that, of what Doug you just said there. You you just define Doug game plan. Like you know, this dude is he right. he, he refuses to to stay on the ground game. Okay, um, right. don't get me wrong. I'll I'll shine snap this game. Okay. Yeah, what the man? That it, it, shit it, with Alshon really does piss me off, and that that really kind of makes me question a lot when it comes to the team because yeah, Alshon's a bitch. He was behind all those reports. He clearly has issues playing with Carson or or whatever, whatever. And yet you guaranteed him money and kept him on the team. But you're supposedly doing everything you can to support your franchise. TV. <laughs> I don't know. About John, what, what did you see in the game that, that stood out to you, bro? Just the energy, the energy, the ability to convert on third mm-hmm. down and fourth down. Do you realize like his touch, his his last five touchdown passes came on third and fourth down. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was dude, good. Money downs. And some of the plays are like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 shit. Like that run, that yeah, running yeah, pass. Yeah, that was he was dead to rights. He should have been sacked. Yeah, you're right. He he broke the tackle from Buda Baker, who was a defensive player of the year nominee. He's up, yeah, he made him look like shit, yo. He made him look like shit. <laughs> That yeah, dude no, he, is going he to be the starter. Like Point bank, period. Kind of Send Carson wherever he wants to go. <laughs> take the cap hit. I don't care. I yeah. love Carson, but see it. Thank you for thank you for what you did. But see it. All right. Now that brings us to that brings us to our next topic. You used a great segue, John. You you hit the nail on the head. Now we have seen Jalen Hurts for two starts. He you have seen you've seen a lot out of him. The intangibles, the physicalities, the characteristics, all those things. QB1, mm. let's talk about it. He can mask a bad line. 
He can match the bad line for that's that's his best attribute. If you look at his tape at Alabama, if you look at his tape at Oklahoma, if you look at his tape in high school, the dude knows when the rush knows how to elude pressure, get rid of the ball. That's all. That's what you look for in a quarterback. I I agree with you. I agree. Breeze does. That's what Pat Mahomes does. That's what all the top passers in the league do. Where did Carson go wrong? Like where did where in the thought process? What I think what happened? Why are you holding the ball for so long? You know your offense is dinged up. Right. Get rid of the well, ball. He, what the thing is going with what's happening is that you know the number one thing, which is death to all quarterbacks, is when you stop being able to trust your eyes. When you start, and that's something that with Jalen is is because he's young. He it'll be something that he'll have to continue to work on. Is not. Um, dropping your eyes too early when the pressure gets to you and running out. That's that safety that he took at the beginning of the game. That was him dropping his eyes too early. If you look at the tape, if you play it back, they, they did a nice uh, recap of that safety and what went wrong and what, what was going on, which was basically he, he took a hitch. He immediately thought he felt pressure and he dropped his eyes instead of keeping his eyes up because Fulcum came open. If he could just have stayed there, he didn't feel comfortable. He didn't set his feet. He had a lane to leave, but he didn't set his feet and it just threw off his back foot. And that's where the safety came from. So when a quarterback doesn't trust his eyes and when they drop early, that puts them in scramble mode. Lucky for him, he has the ability Correct. to escape the pocket and do positive things and, and get some positive yards with his and, legs, and, which was and good. And I to agree see. with both of y'all um, um, views on what y'all just said about that kid. Do when you know I, he has eight passes over 20 plus yards? The last time we did that was 2018 with Nick Foles. Carson. Yeah. Carson mm-hmm. had one game with 300 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. One. So, 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 so this let dude me, has had two. I, he does. Let, let me say this. Let me say this real quick. Look, I'm. You know what? I'm not going to shit on Carson Wentz, man, because I'm. I'm a keeper real with you. If it wasn't for that red hair fucker, man, we wouldn't have no title. Period. Point blank. All right. That's true. And, and, and it's right. like That's it's. Right. I hear hear me out real quick. Listen. I hear a lot of people bashing this dude, and I'm one of them. I I I don't like him like that. I I've mm-hmm. always thought he was overrated. John didn't tell you that. But I at, love the, at, at the Blimey. end of the day, at the end of the day, man, I think why all of this came to a head is because honestly, maybe he is uncoachable. Maybe he yeah. just thinks this shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. And now that they mm-hmm. they called him on it. He now he has to sit back and 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 see for himself. Like, damn, I lost my fucking job. Not not just to a rookie, but somebody who who played in Alabama and Oklahoma, who knows the system quite well. And who, like, in 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 what was it? Two games, three games. Mm-hmm. He, he looked hella good to me, if you ask me. Yeah. To 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 me and what I what I'm seeing and what I saw and um what's his name Jeff McLean had a had an interesting mm-hmm. article out in the Inquirer today where he said that um, Carson had a very up and down training camp which I think was some of the reports coming out that his accuracy was a little off and that Jalen looked good um, good enough that some people in the building thought that he would supplant Wentz by November just because of wow. how Carson kind of looked coming into to training camp and everything like that which is which is interesting to say which is to say that that what else Carson cannot be fixed this season this was something that was I think 
coming into training camp, he is not. He he to me, and this is this is how I feel. This is this is my theory, and we could we could say this or we could say that. He has not had a chance, and I this is something I brought up to get himself that. 24-7 refinement that all quarterbacks need. Josh Allen was a bad quarterback. What did he do? He got himself a private two. Carson did do that. Quarterback and turned himself he did that in 2017. Jared Goff. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. He, he, went, he went on to have one of the best seasons statistically. Hold on, hold on. He went on to have one of the best seasons statistically in his career. Then he tore his ACL. He never went back out there to that. To yeah, he did Jordan Palmer. In LA. He only sent video because the next year he broke his back, right? And they said he he just sent them video and they said oh your your movement is fine. Then the next year, um, you know, uh, we have this pandemic. So so he never actually took the time to. And I don't know I don't know if he has a private culture or whatever. But somebody is clearly not doing what all these other guys were able to do when he was able to be successful. In my in my opinion in my estimation, we've seen QBs go bad. The situation around Carson is really bad, which makes everything worse. Usually, in a lot of cases, had Jalen not been drafted, had Jalen not, you know, been doing what he's been doing so far right now, we would be saying, we put Carson in ranks, we'll fix him in the offseason, and we'll get him right. Because usually, you build around the franchise when it goes bad. You fire the people that 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 put the situation around him, and you build around the franchise. But we have Jalen here. And in, in, and in Philadelphia, we I- love the next best thing. And I'm not going to kill you guys. I like what I've seen from Jalen. You know I'm a skeptic of it, because I don't trust Howie Roseman's evaluations at all. I think that what you're seeing from Jalen is the benefit of unpredictability, unpredictability, and his and his ability to mask a bad team. I, I, I worry that we are now in a couple When you look at the situation, <laughs> however, 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 hold on now. I am still, I'm still, I'm still in that where where I am definitely in the midst of saying I'm, I'm, I could be wrong. This guy can definitely elevate the people around let, him, let which me, is what you want to see out of your QB. Let me, let me, How let, long let, that will last, let I me can't say, this, say man. but for now, the I like The type it. of quarterback that Jalen Hurts is right now is what the NFL is turning into. Yep. Okay? Um, mm-hmm. Carson been here for five years, yo. Five years. Five Within years. his time being here, you, you never seen Russell Wilson decline. No. You never seen... Uh, no, no. Oh, that's not no, true. No, Russell Wilson no. throws as many interceptions yeah, I'm as, about, as I'm Carson talking about, does. And, and Russell I'm Wilson has a, a number of bad years. And, and out, 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 what you call it? What you call it? What you call it? No. Out there in uh, Seattle, they had a huge schism well, because between they didn't, the because defense they didn't and like the offense. That's, that's, well, that's because, that's because Pete Carroll per- gives him preferential treatment. That's but what listen, it was. But listen, that's, just me you, that's just me telling you guys, that's just me telling you guys that when it comes to the franchise, yeah, I, you I, choose the franchise. I, and that's, and I, that's, I, that's, that's just what I'm saying. What you that's feel, all. but not. Like, like I see when see when I see, this is why I love debating with you guys because here's the thing, like, no, <laughs> there's, there's no excuse for this man to be here for five years, <laughs> five years, and you keep getting in your own way. There's no way yeah, unless you really way. are soft. 
Because guess what? Because before when I heard the, you know, the conversation that Carson Wentz is off, now, you know, back then I wasn't believing it, but now now we see it. We see it. We see it. I don't, I don't buy that narrative. Thing. I don't buy that narrative yeah. that he's ah, this is a man that's talking about mentally so Yeah, it hurts my heart. No, and still, I don't think that man is mentally soft. A man, a man that leans on faith as hard as that dude cannot be soft in the face of adversity. You just can't. Now, is he stubborn? Is he uncoachable? Is he probably hard-headed as fuck? Hell yeah. The great ones are. Does he probably smell his own shit? Hell yeah, probably. The great ones do. Does for he have five a lot years, though, stuff he been here for five years. Absolutely, he does. But you. Listen, listen, I'm not here to I'm not here to disagree with you at all. You're absolutely right. But if you're also gonna sit here and tell me that there's like maybe two or three quarterbacks in the league who could have been in the situation that Carson has been in in these last three years since the the the, the Super Bowl and have done better. And and that those guys are Pat Mahomes, uh mm-hmm. uh what's his name? Uh Aaron Rodgers and that's maybe, maybe Russell Wilson, but I don't know, honestly, because the line is so bad. So so to me, to me, I look at you and I hear what you guys are saying. It's a bad year. It's a bad year. But four years of a top 10 QB and then one year of a sub 30 level QB. No, I, I don't think one year. I think throw it out of the way. The only reason that we're all so gung-ho to throw him out is because Jalen is balling. And that's fine. Like, I'm totally okay with us turning the page. But if you don't think that we're going to be here nah. again very soon. Nah, see, I, see, I, see I and, that's, and this is why we're going to continue to debate. Because guess what? With that young man's skill set, he cannot fail unless they don't put the proper pieces around him. Um, and there you go. And there's your words. There's your words. Because guess what? Guess what? Two, three years ago, we were saying the exact same thing about Carson. And we, we were like, they can't they can't fail to set him up for success. And then they did. And Jalen, I, I really do like what I see out of the guy. And I hope, I really do hope that we can put the pieces around him to be successful. I really generally do hope. Because we didn't do it for Carson. You know how I know? Look at the Pro Bowlers. How many of them were drafted uh, to help Carson in his next 10 years get, as get, a player versus give my lot of these next last year he'll be a Pro Bowler. Yeah, he's born out. If, if they yeah, keep right. him there, yeah. if they keep him there, bro, because Man, they might fuck just say that. we got to put Andre Dillard back out there. Because Man, they better, they better not the put that motherfucker out there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't know, bro. No, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Let's really gotta talk about it. Let's let's get into let's get into this idea of uh, it's Cowboys (laughs) week, okay? Uh, I want to say first and foremost, fuck the Cowboys. Um, they they're going through a they're going through a bad season at time as well. I mean, I would have never thought that we could realistically say that Dak would might be playing for a different team. How about that? We thought that we would see them. And battle it out in this division for years to come. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, right, how we this is a weird year if you think about it. That's why, like, I was like, yo, I'm not really invested. The Eagles and the Cowboys were supposed to fight for this division, and now come down to the Washington for years to come with the two top QBs in the league, and now 
and now they both might oh, be playing yeah. for other teams. Just that one, they, they all they all got drafted around the same time. And we thought we'd see them for 10 years. Basically. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. And 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 even if even if I can't I can't imagine a scenario where the Cowboys um pay Zach Zach what he wants. They're saying all those things that they're keeping him, but more than likely they're probably gonna franchise him, tag him again, and then you know he'll he'll leave. So if he's not leaving this year, he's probably leaving next next season. And the same thing with Carson. You know, I've looked at the numbers. I, I, I like to think that I'm following the right math, guys. Realistically, as much as we might like to think that it could just really be easy peasy, lemon squeezy, NBA style stuff to just trade this guy and just start over anew. I don't necessarily think if you look, if you hear the, all the numbers, guy, you, you saw all the numbers, guy, it would be a lot for Jeffrey Lurie to swallow. It would, as fans, we should not accept someone who's willing to swallow that and then allow the same person to to who, who let that happen build again. We shouldn't allow like like either way. We should be we should be completely disgusted with him keeping the same decision makers in place um, because there's no there's no uh, a good thought process going over there at the Nova yeah. but at the Cowboys it's the same thing they got they got all the Joneses up there they're all stuck in group think they think Mike and 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 that all that ails the defense is the defensive coordinator and so you know I think it's going to be a good game. Like, honestly, I really would like to see what Jalen does. He's going back home to Texas. It's, that's where he loves to play. Want to state championship in the Cowboys stadium? Before. It'll be interesting as a junior to see senior. what happens. He won its state championship. What'd you say? As a junior and senior in high school. Two-time. Two-time oh, state up. championship. So, so, yeah, so he's been there. So he, so he knows how Listen, to play in Jerry at the World. End of the, at the end of the yeah. day, man... They both a shit show team. <laughs> All right. Um, and you yeah. already know where I'm going with it, man. Can y'all please, before we end this show today, I don't want to hear I want to make the playoffs. Because if y'all talking playoffs, uh, trying to say some. No, 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 I want no, no, the no, pick. No. I, want the pick. I, need, I, want the pick. I need, I know the Washington football team is dysfunctional as fuck, but I need them to get their shit together enough yeah, to that, beat the Panthers so they can put yeah. us out of our misery. Yeah, thank you. If and, that, win, and that's the mentality you yeah. should have, Mr. Monroe, because. Oh, I do. No, no. I want the. I want. I want the. I'm mad they flex the yeah, game like, at the same time. I'd rather them. Yeah, I'd rather the Redskins right. win and then we know and then you know then we can go about I our just, day. I like, all right, let me old draft board. Let me let me look at Devontae yeah, Smith yeah, from I, Alabama. I, I, like, I wanted to be over. Bro, if you don't know, if you don't think that Howie is drafting a center <laughs> with the fucking pick, <laughs> fighter. <laughs> If you don't think that Howie's drafted well, our what? future not, center with that pick, you're out of your mind. Hopefully, hopefully that fucker might don't be picking. Okay, I, I'm hoping. Look, look. Hey, they say black black men can dream too. God damn it. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. You should have used yeah, your yeah. superpowers on the Negro solstice Hell too. Yeah. Uh, so to get Howie like Roseman let my Charles Xavier should have did some mind manipulation yes. to get up in Jeffrey Lawrence's head and get him fired. And, 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 and I don't believe I'm gonna be the first one to predict this. 
<clears throat> I think Jalen is going to show the fuck out against the Cowboys. I think the Eagles win 17 mm-hmm. 10. And I don't and I don't want them to win, but that's what I think is going to happen. So, so how you feel about it, John? I think it's gonna be it's gonna be like a mistake, riddle, game, fumbles, uh, three and outs, miss snaps, false starts. It's gonna be like a like a twenty six twenty type of game. That's gonna come down to like the last mm-hmm. quarter to win it. I think the Eagles will lose. <laughs> yeah, see, see, to me, here's the thing, because we recently, and I hear you say Eagles lose, John. I never hear you say that, so I'm like, what do you call that? Like, ooh, I would say, like, reverse yeah, I want that pick. Yes. Oh, wow. Can you believe no. him? Listen, what listen, happened to me? I think... I know you got suckered in by this whole idea that this season, well, the season's <laughs> lost. Like either way, but what I'm saying, what I for for me, what I feel like is, um, uh, so far the way that things have gone with the Eagles, we tend to split these uh, Cowboys games. Um, you know, they tend to we, we tend to be, beat them there. They beat us here, vice versa, one or the other. Um, I think that their defense is probably not good enough for what Jalen can do. Like, Jalen could probably do a little bit of damage. However, our secondary is not good enough to hold up against CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. So if it turns into a shootout, which I don't know if Andy Dalton's good enough for that, but but they're able to score consistently, no matter how bad, even though, even though, listen, and this is this is what will we'll basically tell you everything you need to know about how bad the Eagles are offensively. The Cowboys are bad. They are still able to manage 30 points on a regular basis where we have yet to score 30 points this season. And I think even the Jets have scored it's either us, it's either we, us and the Jets, or we're alone, and that we haven't scored 30 points this season. So, what I would like to even just see, win or loss, is just some offensive efficiency. We have to have a semblance of something that is creative and sustainable. We cannot have, we have not seen a complete game on the offensive side of the ball. I'd like to see us score 30 points. If I don't see that, I'm still going to be looking at the fact that um, this is a Band-Aid. I heard this out there. This is a Band-Aid uh, holding up a, a wound, and sooner or later, it's, it's going to break. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, so let's just kind of get into just a little bit of the, the last little bit, you know. Who do you see as the core of the the team for uh, setting our sights mm-hmm. for 2021? I say Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the reason why, because, okay. because of his development. You know, like I said, it's like, listen, if you're going to let your franchise quarterback walk next year and it's looking like it's leading to that door, you know, you got to surround you know, your core around the new kid that's looking good so far. But um if, if right. hopefully God willing it ain't Howie Roseman. God I hope it's <laughs> Howie Roseman. They could bring somebody in here that got the football mind to put a team around this kid. I think the twenty twenty one Philadelphia Eagles should make some noise, man. Right. I mean listen what I like out of the <clears throat> the core team, I like um I like I like what I've seen out of Jordan Malata. I like what I've seen out of Nate Herbert. 
Um, I think that those are two core offensive pieces we could build around. I like what I see out of Alex Singleton. I love what I've been seeing out of Josh Sweat. I think those are two young guys you can really build around. Um, Miles Sanders, I I like what I see out of Miles Sanders, but I I need him to have 20 touches. Like, I really would love to be able to see what he would do with 20 to 25 touches in a game. It, it, It really bugs me that we really may miss out on like like running backs are only good for look a certain at shady McCoy. okay um and 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 look at how he has you know kind of fallen off a cliff so to the point that they want to trade him up there even though that the freaking uh cap numbers is just as awful as it would be for carson um it just goes to show you that we do not utilize our players well and that goes down to again coaching the scheme just just being very basic and uncreative um so i i hope that booby can turn into something i hope that dallas can turn into something but every now and again with dallas goddard i just don't necessarily see 110 maximum effort from him the way that you really would like to be with him all the time it's the same thing with it's something with these young guys. It's something with these young guys. Like the vets, they like, and I'm so I'm really, really worried. This is for me, for me, really, really, honestly, when the vets are gone, when the when the Andy Reid guys are gone, when the when the Chip guys are gone, when Lane's gone, when Zach's gone, when when Cox is gone, okay, they need when to Brandon's go now. Gone, when Kelsey's gone, the Pro Bowl. Yes, you're absolutely right. No, no, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. But when these guys are gone. I don't know how strong the culture is behind them because what I see out of some of these young guys is a little bit of laziness, a little bit of unfocusedness, a little bit of um, of a I've already arrived. I don't need to be great. And so that kind of concerns me a little bit, but we'll see. I think they'll rally. I think they'll rally. I also, I I like, um, Marcus Epps is safety too. Hell, 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 hell no. Hell no. Gross. I don't like him at all. Wallace. What, you broke? what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll be I'll be we're not gonna we're gonna lose McLeod, we're gonna me? lose Jalen Mills. We're not gonna be resi- able to resign good. one of them. No, no. No, you could resign Jalen Mills on a very good game. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't re-sign Jalen Mills, but if Jim Schwartz stays, you are re-signing Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills isn't going anywhere. Jalen Mills will be here. As long as Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Mills will have a Yeah, he was talking about him today. I was like, damn. Yeah. He loves that guy. He loves that guy. And he plays his favorite. And that's what that's what Will Parks was basically saying, I think, on his way out the door, was just that these guys play favorites and you can tell. And it doesn't matter if their talent is actually equal to the regard that they hold in the in the room. It just matters how the, the coaches feel about them. That's why, even though Travis Fogum is clearly better than Alshon Jeffries, Alshon Jeffries is going to be on the field more than Travis Fogum. Why? Yep. Because they like Alshon I agree. more than Travis Fogum. That's all it is. Fogum had him two catches. He should have had 15 catches, 15 targets. The heck? Man, I just I really want to see a hard oh, season in the off season. 
And I, I'd like to see Jeffrey clean it up. But we didn't mention her, the, the, that young quarter. We didn't ma- mention. Yeah, Cole. actually, we did. We, no, we did. Quez Watkins, um, John Hightower. They got some yeah. good. No, but the the thing is with these receivers, we haven't seen any of them do anything that. Oh, the only one that we've seen do be outside of mind is Fogel, and he has regressed so much. And we don't know if he's coaching, we don't know if he's player. We can't tell, and that's the problem that I have. I can't. And same thing with Quez Watkins. Same thing with John Hodge. Same thing with Rager. Is it coaching? Is it player? Because sometimes Jalen runs oh, yeah. really lazy routes, and and like I'm really frustrated. But then other times the coaches don't put him in positions to succeed. So then I'm like, well, I get why you're probably out there lollygagging because they're not actually maximizing your strength. Like, why do they have you? You know, um, um, not being the the primary on the yeah. screen. You're the fastest guy. Why do they have? out there why are they trying to isolate you on a on a on a post when you know that you tend to look back early for the ball why not get free releases so that he can get more space you know there's just a lot of things that that could help the team that isn't being done because they're saying just win your matchup and it's like but you have to make I have a question why space. did he stop that route short like why did he like that killed me as a former football player I'm like keep running you he would have had a walk-in touchdown why did he stop? He was. Are you talking about the yeah. the, the post to the screen Why that he was he open? Stop? But but Jalen was. Um, Jalen Hurts was late on the ball. Mm. If you look at the play, if you look at the play, and, and you look from the end zone view to the other view, he had. He was open. He was open. He had a step. Jalen underthrew that ball by a couple of yards, and I don't know the from the way that the angle of it looked like. It looked like either. He didn't have the strength or he wasn't able to step into the ball. But he was a little bit late, and that was why it was underthrown and Patrick Peterson was able to kind of um, come back on it. But but other than that, you know, I don't know, man. Certain things about Jalen Rager make me really doubt. But, but I doubt all of how he's – unless how he's picking, like – Really, really consensus uh, early pick. Yeah, well, I doubt all of decisions. <laughs> all right, guys, that has been uh, episode ten of Three Birds and a Punt. I hope you have enjoyed what you heard. Please, if you like us, hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Three Birds and a Punt on Twitter. You can also follow me personally. I'm at Thank God It's a Fia. Um, I'm joined by my friends Whip and John. You can follow them on Twitter. Let them know. John Monroe Jr. Is, as always, everybody hates Whip. All right, indeed. And this has been Three Birds 